this flyover clip. I remember, I remember Stacy making this comment, uh, you know, I remember years ago, we were probably 25. She's like, if somebody made a hundred thousand dollars, you know, granted, we wouldn't probably never made 25 in our right. at this point. Um, if somebody made a hundred thousand dollars a year, like you could probably buy an island or no, something. I thought maybe you know you could buy St. Thomas or something or St. John. <laughs> no, like one of these, one of the little ones around yeah. it or something. Yeah, like something. It, it was just an astronomical amount of money, and you had reference like somebody. The term was somebody was a six figure earner, right? And that was like, like an elite, wow. that was a big deal. That was an yeah. elite thing. You you were probably the president of a bank or something, or you you know you owned it the. It was. It was a big. You deal, owned yeah. the car dealership, or you know there weren't very many people. That maybe a household might make that, but not an individual earning a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, boy, has that shifted, you know, now, you know, to where like, what can you get with a hundred thousand dollars? Well, some of these states, like, I don't know how you would live in New York on less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, like you see the show Friends of like, I don't know how you have a three bedroom apartment and you're a waiter, you know, in New York mm-hmm. City, you know, I don't care if they have rent control or not. You know, it's like, like, you, you couldn't live in San Francisco. You couldn't live in LA, mm-hmm. you know, and, and unless you're just renting a closet from somebody, you know, it, without the, the like the places where the policies you're talking about have, have had a chance to really gain foothold. A hundred thousand dollars a year is just going to help you like just live indoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, part of it is that, you know, minimum wage, they got that going to $20 an hour in some places. And, and it's just, you know, you know, ludicrous. We could make it, we can make a minimum wage three hundred dollars an hour. It's it's irrelevant because then okay, great. And then how much are your hamburgers costing? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna pay fifty dollars for a cheeseburger. You know, at yeah. McDonald's drive-through. So mm-hmm. like it all kind of we've seen it though. This isn't over a long period of time. You know, we would talk to our grandparents or somebody and say, hey, gas used to be a dime. You know, or another. we used to I used to make twenty five cents an hour. Like, well, you just said you got a hamburger for twenty five cents. Yeah, I mean, right. they, that's like. I mean, are you kidding me? But yeah. instead of taking decades and decades for the shift, we're seeing it now within just a few years mm-hmm. of, of a, like the, the the whole deck being shuffled and how much things cost. Mm-hmm. Speaking I, of F one fifty, a diesel F two fifty, a new one next year, uh, a, a twenty twenty four. They're already listing them over one hundred and ten thousand dollars. I mean, it's insane for a, a truck. A <laughs> I don't. Truck. I don't know how people can afford this. Jolene and Caden and I went to L A for something, some meeting, and we were just driving around Beverly Hills and and. We saw this apartment building and it was a dive. Uh-huh. I mean, literally a dive. And it said one bedroom apartments starting at $4,500 a month. It's like, what? I mean, what? I mean, and it was a, it was a dump. That's I wouldn't crazy. want, I wouldn't want to live in it. Yeah. And it was $4,500 a month. Wow. I mean, it, it is so unsustainable. I don't know how people in those states can afford yeah. to live either. Mm-mm. I mean, you, you go to, you go to Missouri where we are now, it's like, well, $4,500 a month for rent, you're going to get the Taj Mahal. Oh, right. you, oh, oh, you got yeah. a pool, you got a, right, <laughs> a dock, you got a lake with a dock or something, you know, I don't know. You, your dog has a nice house in the back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're looking at inflation. We're looking at all of these things. So protecting yourself against inflation, you're going to do that through metals, through mm-hmm. something tangible. Yes. Silver, gold. How about protecting an IRA? Same thing. If metals can protect you outside of an IRA, metals can protect you inside of an IRA, right? So, but the key is we're not talking about ETFs, mining shares, mutual funds, anything like that. We're talking about physical metals. So the same gold or silver that you would store outside of an IRA, you can store inside of an IRA. Okay. So it's just a, it's a, uh, it's a tax-free rollover from IRA to IRA, but allocate into something that's solid. Okay. Right. So 
outside of an IRA, though, like in the gold world, you can do some of those rare history storied coins, the semi-numismatic rare garbage. Don't ever do that. You can't do that kind of stuff inside of an IRA. Okay. Um, David, nor can you do like that piece of garbage that you have on the yeah. yeah, I did there. bring this up. I didn't really show the, the world here, but it, this is something somebody gave me. It says Second Amendment on it. It's made out of metal of, of some kind. It's not chocolate, but it <laughs> no, is. Nor is it gold. Nor is it no. gold. Yeah. Yeah. Nor, would, nor, would, <laughs> nor would you probably want to touch it now. Because uh, <laughs> you just bit it. Because it's been in my mouth. But, um, you know, but you, you, you see these things around a lot. Well, you, you see those things around everywhere. It's like a replica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen commercials for it. Get this amazing Trump coin for $29.95, three equal payments. So, and, and it says pure gold. It's like, wait a second. It's not pure gold. Right. Well, it's, it's pure, it's right? pure gold plated uh, of some sort. Right. So listen you. to the words, but, but anything, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. I mean, I tell clients this all the time, 120 bucks, you're not getting one ounce of gold when gold is $2,000 right. an ounce. No. Even if this were gold all the way through you know, uh, 24 carat or 20 carat, right? It's like 90% gold. All right. It's probably going to sell for something much greater than bullion prices because it's got some kind of a story to right. it. Right. Yep. The only time a story is important to anybody is the first person who buys it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're Every, the first person. True. Everybody else, it's like, oh, I don't care if that was sentimental to you. I, yeah. I just want it for the gold content. Yeah. Right. So that's why people never really make out of it. Now, if you're a collector... Go ahead and buy some of that stuff. I don't want to say that it's garbage when somebody's collecting it and they want a collection and they never plan on selling it. But I'm not a collector. I'm an investor. Right. I bought a bunch of coins were in Israel recently. I probably bought 30 coins or something like that. And they're, you know, little widow's mites or this and that. They're all (laughs) kinds of different currencies from different. I mean, the coin itself has probably no value because the culture that was backing it is now now gone. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's it's like a neat thing to me. It's kind of cool. I got a story. I have no intention of like, I'm going to go on eBay and sell this for something. It's like, hey, here's some coins. This is a thing from this country. This is a thing from here. This right. is, they all kind of got a little story to them. But they're only interestingly valuable. That That's it. Mm-hmm. it. It tells a story. It tells the story of your trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Because the little widow's might. I mean, it looks kind of cool. It's got some kind of a a worn off engraving on it. Uh-huh. It's not totally round and it's like a piece of copper and it's like yep. cool, cool little story. And now you can tell a story about your trip, but that's right. all it's really good yeah. for. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of look at a lot of those things like that. Now, I mean, if you probably go back to that little widow and she got like the $20 that I got for her and converted that her thing, she might've oh, yeah. done pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, but again, that's time. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, and, and, and time is sort of what is this, this magical invisible force that can create wealth or not. It's what makes, a cup of coffee become a $2 million asset or just, you know what? I, I was highly caffeinated for the last 40 years, you know, mm-hmm. or, or it is kind of, it works. And that's what makes, if you were to go back to 1920 and have a shoebox full of $20 bills or, or a shoebox full of, of one, one ounce coins of gold. It's like that time from now to then is what makes that gold so valuable, right? That we can really harness and leverage to our advantage, you know, and, and, and beat inflation. But if not, Inflation is like this this monster that never sleeps that is eating up. It's it's like what's the verse about you know you talked about earlier Malachi about the the locust coming and eating yeah. and destroying. It's like it's it's like that. It it, it decays things at the bones yeah. of our society itself. It it is. It's it's the biggest hidden tax on Americans or mm-hmm. anybody around the globe ever. You know the government might be magic. 
in the sense of they can take a perfectly valuable piece of paper, put some ink on it, and make it worth nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, yep. it's wild. But but yet they do. Mm-hmm. So this is where, as wise and prudent investors, we need to start shifting our normalcy bias of what we thought in the past. Oh, stocks have always been good in the past. Therefore, they're going to be good in the present and in the future. Buy and hold for the long term, and it'll always go up. Is that a true statement? Kind of. You know, the stocks are higher than they were in 2009. They're higher than they were in 2000 after those corrections. Mm-hmm. However, there's a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you ride something up and ride it back down and then ride it up and ride it back down when you can identify those intermediate trends, sell at the inter- intermediate high, get out of it, go into something that's lower, ride it up, sell it, mm-hmm. you know, and then just keep doing that. Maximize your growth. Be the wise steward that God created mm-hmm. us to be. Um, even people who just sit in the cash on the sideline cash, it's like, I, I don't want to lose everything. I've worked so hard. I want God to be happy with me. It's like, oh, well, Jesus told the story about this. He did. It's like, you know, he had the three servants and and the one did really yeah. good. Then there was like the middle one. And then the, the one who was afraid buried just it. buried his talents in the sand because he didn't want to lose what God had given mm-hmm. him. It's like, but what did Jesus call him in this parable? Wicked. Yeah, he didn't call him the dumb servant. Mm-hmm. He called him the wicked servant. That's worse than dumb. Yep. Right. It's like, like, I don't want to be the wicked one. We have to be a wise steward with any of our talents, Mm -hmm. with our voice, with our brain, with our giving, with our heart, with our love, with our finances. Don't hide what God has given you because he wants you to multiply it because he is a God of abundance in all things. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. <sighs> How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. 
Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com. 